Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. Well, folks, it's that time of year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all coming up. Now, some people call this the holidays. I used to call it hurricane season because it's not always everything that it's cut up to be. Some people go through this with grace and ease and others are holding their breath. Well, today's guest, Sherry Anna Boyle, is the author of several books on a really hot topic, anxiety. And her new book, Emotional Detox for Anxiety, will be out in December. We're gonna talk about this. She also has Emotional Detox, Seven Steps for Releasing Toxicity and Energizing Joy. Her book, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, was endorsed by the National Association for Mental Health and Sherriana has been featured as an expert in over 80 articles. She's an adjunct professor, psychology professor, and founder of Emotional Detox Coaching, the cleanse method, which you're going to learn about today. She's leading two emotional detox retreats this year, one at Kripalo in 2020 in January, and the other at the 1440 multi Multiversity in California. That's awesome, girl. Those are huge. Wow. <laughs> she even had a retreat in Portugal earlier this year. Uh, oh, excuse me. It's in Portugal, May 2020. You're rocking and rolling. <laughs> and you can find all her books and resources on a sherriannaboyle.com. Girl, it is wonderful to be here with you. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow. You're going to Grappalo in 1440, <laughs> then to Portugal. That is spectacular. Well, I have wow. to tell you, I read this, and this is like maybe the greatest toolbox I've ever seen for how someone can deal with anxiety. And the process that you take people through, it is fabulous. So I want to jump right in and have you tell the audience all about CLEANSE. Oh, boy. So... Um... Cleanse is the acronym that I use for the seven steps of an emotional detox. And each step goes in order, and there's a reason for that. And they build upon each other. And the purpose of the cleanse is, is not about getting rid of your emotions. It's about getting rid of the reactions. I should say releasing the reactions so that you can actually feel and transform the emotions that are being pressed down, suppressed, repressed by the, the ways that we have learned to react. And that shows up in many ways. It shows up in our thought patterns. It shows up in our beliefs. It shows up in our actions. It, it can be so subtle that it can be sometimes difficult to pick up on your own. 
But once you clear the reactions, then what I find is that the emotions have the freedom to move. As that occurs, they begin to become transformed into higher vibrational energy. And, and then what happens is people complete patterns that perhaps they've had their entire life. And sometimes it's a pattern that's passed on through families. So in a nutshell, that is, that is the intention behind the cleanse. I just want to be clear. We're not getting rid of emotions. In the emotional detox perspective, your emotions are extremely valuable. In fact, I believe they're one of the most valuable parts of who we are. Um, the, the challenge is we've been trained to withhold them. We've been trained to confine them or to judge them. We've even been trained to label them. And when we're busy doing that, they can't do what they do for us naturally. And that is they, they can't be processed fully. And it's like food. When, when we don't digest our food, we're not going to get the nutrients from the food. It's the same thing when it comes to our emotions. And this is proven on a scientific level. This isn't just a random idea. There's you read the book, there's some real science behind this. So the first step, <laughs> C. <laughs> what is it? So the first step is, is called clearing reactivity. So when I was researching the emotions, I um, really got interested in what's called the vagus nerve, which has been out there. I've seen a lot of different research on the importance of that nerve in the body. And it's, it's one of the longest running nerves. And it's also a nerve that has a couple chambers to it. And so one side of it can keep you in that fight or flight response while the other side can bring more ease in. So the first step is actually learning how to tone that nerves. And the reason being is when you do, you, you bring yourself into a state of processing. Once, when, when someone feels that state, it's a feeling, it's not a thought, right? And it's something that you learn how to do then you can move into second step. Um, and it, and it's, 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 a, it's an exploration. I just worked with someone today. They didn't even know they were going to do a cleanse with me. We actually were having a meeting like you, you know, kind of like this, but we were talking about something that we're going to be doing some work together. And I said, well, you know, I think I think you ought to experience the cleanse before we move forward so that you get it because it's one thing to read about it. It's a whole nother ball game to actually go through it. So we went through it and he had no idea that was going to happen. And, and he was like, "Wow, that was, you're right. And so it's, we're so used to the talking model, right? That we have to process by figuring it out or explaining or analyzing or trying to understand. And that first step is all about, no, that's not how we begin to process our feelings. It's actually, we have to learn to go to the body first. And I use the toning the, the vagus nerve to do that, to bring reactivity down. Fabulous. So once we have 
tapped into what we're feeling in our body and we 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 know what's in there and we're not suppressing it we're feeling it we're allowing it what do we do next so it's really like the clear the the first step it, i call it like preheating your oven <laughs> so it's just like you're not going to bake something until the oven's preheated so you're just sort of think of it as preheating the body um and it's really a um, a non-effort practice. Once you get the feeling of what that is like, okay, I know when my body is ready to now bring something up because I think a lot of times we're having conversations with ourselves or with other people when they're in reactivity. And when we have those conversations with them and, and reactivity, it's like, you can, you get exhausted because guess what? They don't, they don't really take it all in. You know, it's no different than a child learning in school. If they don't process the information, they're not going to be able to recall it later. And they're not going to be able to take it out of that room and use it in everyday life. So, so it's the same thing. Um, so that, Step two then begins to, then you begin to bring up what's happening. And, but the way that we do that is a little different than in a normal dialogue. So then we bring up what is most present on my, on your mind, what is happening in, in the closest to the here and the now that is coming up for me. And that's the thing. It's always happening for you, right? Like I know you were just, you weren't feeling well, right, Mel? I had a bad cold, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. And and so, and, I, and now, well, it's been a little bit now. You've been okay for a few days. Yeah, I'm turning the corner. You're turning the corner. So that that's something that came up in your life that probably threw you off a little bit. And, and, and so that might be something you could either say, okay, I'm, I'm better and it's time to move on now. Or you can say, well, something came up in me to be healed, to be processed. Right. And so we're so used to in our worlds of just, okay, just got to hurry up and get better and move on to the next thing. And I really believe that that's what anxiety is all about. And, and so I redefine it in this book that anxiety as an emotion attempting to be processed, but can't because we won't let it. And I love that definition because I think when we step over our emotions, it's what causes us to be so anxious. Comes up, bites us in the ass. <laughs> Makes it worse. Yes, it's like a little dog nipping at your butt. Yep. I mean, yeah, you get you get slammed with a cold, or or you have a sudden, you know, something happen in the family. Um, you know, we can't control a lot of things that happen, right? But we, what we can do is say, okay, something is happening for me right here. Some emotions are looking to be processed that happen to be surfacing through this 
you know, being sick or being in this situation or having this thing to deal with in my life. Let me take a moment and actually feel and process what's happening and then go from there. And, and then you'll discover, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that, that was exactly what I needed to move to the next thing. So that's what the looking inward statement's about. It's about, okay, I, you know, being sick this week and, and, ha and then taking that statement and doing it in the way with the cleanse and taking a moment to process that, allowing all of the reactions to come up. Very often the reactions are the ways that you coped, right? Yep. Sometimes we cope by um, running to the doctor, you know, um, or we cope by, you know, popping pills, you know, <laughs> medication, or, or we, who, who knows? I mean, we have all ways that we cope when our life goes off kilter, but very often the ways that we cope are actually the same thing that's keeping the emotions from being processed. I used alcohol and you're absolutely spot on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And the more I drank, the less I felt. Yeah. Didn't have to process anything. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Okay. So now we've, we've done that looking in and, and figuring out what's going on. We're very present with what we're feeling. Let's talk about a myth. Okay, so emit is the third step. Um, the emit is, so how the emit came to be is I wrote a book on mantras. So I studied mantras for a long time. I had very solid um, mantra practice while I was writing Mantras Made Easy. Um, I also have been teaching yoga for 18 years. So I've been very, just around the whole energy of mantra. I absolutely knew after Mantras Made Easy, when I wrote, emotional, the first emotional detox and then the anxiety book, there's no question in my mind that, that there would be sound integrated. Um, so a mantra is a, a sound or a syllable or a word that's vocalized and repeated. And so in the emit, um, I selected a mantra that we all do. And we, we did when we were born and that is we hum, right? And it's such an, an, an innate, it crosses cultures. Um, and so that producing sound is the next step. Once you pull up um, the look, re, you know, the looking inward, and then you go into the emit, and then you move into step four. So, step, yeah, which is, so then step four is the activate step. And that is when now you're sort of turning the corner at this point. Point because, um, and this is why it's so important this process is in order. Because what I've found in working with clients over the years, you've probably found <laughs> this as well, Mal, is you work with someone, they feel better, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, but I want to tell you about my sister and what she did to me last week, right? And you're like, you know, there's, there's five minutes left to the session here and you want to go back, right? To, <laughs> right. And it, it's like, so I knew 
it had to be more than three steps. It has to be all seven steps. And once you get to know them and you get familiar, it becomes a five minute practice. And so when you turn that corner, it's like, it's like you got to hold that road, like a race, you know, if your, your car's on the road, you don't want it. You want to stay focused in this process because that visualization piece is about that activate is about really starting to see how your life, what it is that you're creating in your life. If, if, as you release this, and then that naturally moves into the nourishing phase, which is the end. And that is really cultivating these new higher vibrations in your life. And there's all sorts of um, tools for that. There's specific tools in your daily practice. And then there's ways to expand that in your daily life. So it's a little bit of both. Um, and then the surrender step is the S. My favorite. Um, which is, yeah. And that's your, you know, that's that, that's really like, you, you have to choose it. You know, you've been through recovery. You have to, you have to want it. You have to claim it. It's there for everybody. And everybody, it's there, but you're the one who has to be, has that say, and yes, I am choosing this. And there's a statement for that. And then that transforms into the final step, which is ease, which is really be, the becoming. So that is when you are it. It's no longer separate from you. And, and that's the process. Every single one of these steps had such wonderful exercises, applications, and I love all the charts. <laughs> this yeah. one under surrender about, you know, writing an allowing statement, I just thought was brilliant. Matter of fact, I've like photocopied it and kind of <laughs> keep it in my planner. So when I find myself in fixing mode, which, you know, I'm famous for, I have, I, I have my, I allow peacemaking, I allow content, I allow calm, okay? I mean, just wonderful, wonderful exercises and a beautiful process and direction on how to deal with something. That hey, let's face it, how many people suffer from anxiety? Yeah. Most of us at one time or another. Right. And I, and I think what it is, is it, you know, it really gets its, its definition from if you find yourself waking up with it. So, I mean, we have stress, which we all have, like, but stress typically has, there's a reason, right? I have a deadline or I've missed an appointment or even I don't feel well, you know, um, there's a reason with anxiety. There doesn't have to be a reason. And I think that's what we're seeing more and more is we have never before, do we have so much, everybody has so much, right? But yet we're more anxious than ever before. And, and we, just, we just keep upgrading like to the next thing and the next, the next cell phone. And, and so um, that's true anxiety when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I know I have a pretty good life. Why am I so worried? Why why do I dread stuff? Why do, why do I not feel like myself? Why um, why why am I why am I nervous? What you know? Why aren't my and and then and then there's a lot of relationship things that happen. So um, 
Yeah, so I think anxiety is pretty pervasive. And if you're if you don't have it, then you're probably living with someone that does, or you're around someone that has anxiety, or just being in the world. So what I love about the cleanse is it's not just about us, because I really believe that true healing means true healing is when it benefits me and it it benefits other people, right? So I believe when we process our emotions, and that's the second half of the book is about manifesting, um, is that it really is the, creates the vibration and works with the laws of the universe for manifesting in the space of non-effort. And I didn't set out to write a book about manifesting. I just was teaching the tools and then watching things shift for people. And it's amazing. And they've shifted for me and they've shifted for having conversations with clients. Um, They're like having career changes and and their relationships are, are straightening out. They didn't even come to me for that. But amazing, brilliant. I mean, one of my clients just got picked up by Hay House the other day for, for a book. She didn't even set out to write a book. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And we've, we've been working together. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> and I'm like, I am so excited. Like, it, it, she didn't even write a proposal. So in this time of working with you, all of a sudden she just writes a book. She said, guess what? I have some news. She's in the right place at the right time with the right person. And it just surfaced. And they just said, you know a lot. And it comes out for you really easily. And um, how would you like to write a book? Wow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is, this is, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. This is the stuff. It's funny. People show up usually in my world with anxiety, but it, I know, I know that this is only the beginning for them. Like they're thinking they just want to feel better. And I'm, I'm excited to see where, where this could go because it really is the, the way that we manifest. I, I'm not, if you use all seven steps. Love it. Love it. Now this isn't out yet. It's coming out in December. Yeah. So yeah. tell the audience how they can pre-order and then the yummies that you have that go with it. <laughs> so so Mal's going to post the pre-order link for you. And that is a link that is actually from the publisher. It's not from me. Um, and that will give you a download. So we created uh, a video download of me going over the five best practices for beginning an anxiety detox. And so what's nice about it is, you know, so often like you get a book or you, you know, you, you want to start something new, but then, then it's like, okay, I have it. Now, where do I begin? Well, the download is going to tell you, (laughs) this is where you need to begin. So when you get the book and, and you get it instantly, you don't have to wait till December. And then you can watch it as many times as you need to, but it really, you know, I share a little bit about where I, how I do this in in a daily practice. 
Um, so that's that's their the prize. <laughs> wow, that's wonderful, wonderful. And again, you're going to be in Kripalu in January. Yeah, January 30th, which is a oh. weekend. Yeah. Nice. And you'll be doing a three-day event? I'm doing three days, which is, so I've been to Kripalu before, and mm -hmm. I decided because um, I wanted to make it so that people could come back. Um, so we're doing three days of just getting to know the basic cleanse. Um, you will, I also put the cleanse into a yoga practice. So we will cleanse while we're practicing yoga and we will cleanse the steps and you'll get by the end of those, those really like two and a half days by the time um, you will know inside and out the formula and how to apply it in your daily life. If you want to continue to the five day retreat, which I'll, I'm just staying, whoever wants to stay for a couple more days we're going to get into other uses of the cleanse. Um, and because I use it as a healing modality and also just other things that, that come up. I, I just, like, for example, I have the cleanse for grief, specifically for grief that I've written out that works for people who are really in deep grief. Um, and that's, it's the same steps. But I do them. I just, you know, add a little twist to it. That's mm -hmm. all. Um, and there's lots of variations and ways that you can explore and use the cleanse. So that's the five dayer. Nice. You know, I'd love uh, to maybe have you back on to talk about grief because more and more women in my age bracket are losing husbands to illness and and I did a speaking event this past Wednesday at a senior center and at least one third of the women that were there were widowed they were angry that their partner had died and left them they were feeling heartbroken and they were they were having a very difficult time processing their feelings and dealing with the loss. So it's a much needed topic. It is, and it's it's also natural. I mean, it's these are all natural things that happen yes. in our lives. And I think that you know, our emotions are just a natural way for us to explore that. Um, and yeah, I'd be happy to talk about grief. And that is something I find where people really need some support. Well, it's been wonderful to see you again and to do this. And again, here it is, emotional detox for anxiety, ready for the holidays. I'm so glad I read my copy early. I feel like I'm armored and ready to go out there. Oh, I got to get you the, the final. You have the advanced version, but I'm going to give you the final because some of the quotes are new. Oh, thank it you. Some things around. So I will make sure you, you get the brand new one. Thank you so much. Yeah. And again, your website, just give the domain. Oh, it's um, Sherrianna, my full name, S-H-E-R-I-A-N-N-A Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E dot com. And um, yeah, they can they can go to my website, subscribe, and you'll see all the retreats there in the Portugal retreat and everything. If you want to come now, the Portugal. 
oh, I'd love to. You know, I'm going to be moving, so uh, okay. uh, so I'll I'm my house goes on the market in April, and I hope to be in California in new digs by July 1st. Ooh. Talk about anxiety! I'm sure Ooh. it's going to be like whoa, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be a little bit on overload, but that sounds so wonderful. Yeah. Because I, whenever I travel, I'm always doing a class. Well, we're going to be cleansing the whole time. Oh, a program. That's oh, what yeah. make us cleanse. And it's, all right, come on, guys, stop and cleanse. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I don't care where we are. So uh, it'll be great. Awesome. Uh, it sounds wonderful. So thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. Oh, happy to do it. You're a very talented author, coach, psychologist. You got it going on, girl. Keep it up. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. Be sure to visit brokenopen-book.com to get a copy of Mal's new best-selling book, Broken Open, Embracing Heartbreak and Betrayal as Gateways to Unconditional Love. And for a limited time, you can get over 40 transformational gifts from Mal's launch partners. Claim all of this goodness at brokenopen-book.com.